1: All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. you got to hire the right lawyer. you are going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini and his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you. Personally, right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website,
0: getdavidgetpaid.com. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: We're talking Red Wings right now. And, yeah, obviously, I never claimed to be some oracle. My hockey fandom largely died right around the time I graduated college because the Islanders were bought by a complete con artist and fraud, and I gave up. I admit it. Have I enjoyed the great Red Wings teams out here? Of course I have. And in the best interests of the business I operate, I'd like the Wings to be great again, so this is good for business. This is the hockey I'll get into but I know I will forever be fringe hockey guy. So I gave five bold fringe takes with no idea whether fellow fringe hockey people would agree or disagree, but the hockey elite, would they even acknowledge what I was saying? And Kenny has, including a couple of A-pluses. So whether it is the Patrick Kane not to bring it, that the fact that Kane has been this elixir to making them a more complete team, to being a rallying point, to being the veteran leader, whether it is what they acquire at the deadline. Did, did I appropriately identify it? Apparently I did because Pete Mallard agrees or somebody, I don't know who the hell it is. The point is they they need they need some grit or, as Kenny put it, sandpaper on the blue line. Or the quiet moves that Eiserman's made. Right, the, the, the quiet part out loud. Their depth is actually every bit as a weapon as their higher-end players. At least 12 players with double-digit goals. I think the biggest thing out of the weekend is learning how to win. And learning how to win when it's hard. Learning the nights it doesn't work and the opportunities aren't great and you're just down one nothing late, and you come back and beat the Abs Or against a Blackhawk team that on paper should you have dominated. Yes. Did yeah. you? Absolutely not. Emotional day. Kane's return storybook OT win
2: 3-2, not 6-5, right. 3-2. Or Debrink, yeah, Debrinket's goal is just, it was almost like one of those playoff goals where you got the puck luck, where somehow it bounced off the back of a Razzik's skate or pad Scale, or whatever. whatever. Determination, okay. passion. It, it went I'll in. You. It went in. The point is... It's all that matters.
1: I believe this, we talked about this. We kicked off the playoff push, the 0-5, to five. Car flag, confidence meter, the whole bit. I've upgraded to four. They're making the playoffs. This was a six-game stretch where outside of the the, the the abs game, we thought, you know what, they could rack some points here. Rico, they've won three games in a row. It's not easy to do it in the league. Do it in style, they did it. And I know they got to leave home here for a little bit. They're making the playoffs. I just feel like this is a playoff team. They've graduated. We need to talk about them differently. We need to look at them differently. I don't think they're cute or upstart. They might just be... Real, do I know that they'll catch Toronto? No. Am I ruling it out? Absolutely not. And if Iserman does his work at the deadline, why can't we talk about this team winning a playoff series? You think Boston would be all pumped up to play this team? Boston ain't right. That's not the wagon. And oh by the way, the wagon lost to the Panthers. So I just I I want to know if coming out of the weekend level of overreaction. But as long as they do, if they address some need at the deadline, and they continue to stay healthy
2: like this, they're making the playoffs, man. No, they made they won the gritty games. It, it wasn't a shootout. It wasn't a ton of points. You valued the puck. You you did everything that you could. You had good goalkeeping. You, yeah, everything happened that you won games and you came back. It wasn't okay. But well, we correction. we lost. I want you to earn points with the hockey
1: elite like Kenny. Goalkeeping would be a soccer term. Sorry. Goaltending uh, would be the hockey equivalent. Yeah. Somebody in goal. That's right. The somebody <laughs> in goal. Up s- next, the- it's between the pipes with Rico Beard.
3: And the Red Wings right now as it sits, eight points ahead of the last team to fall out of the card discussion in the Devils. The Devils are eight points behind the Wings. The Wings also have two games in hand against Tampa, who they are currently ahead as well, so... How I mean, far off
1: from the Leafs are they?
3: They are. Let me see. Four points off the Leafs.
1: They're within striking. You distance. start to see where my head's going.
3: Exactly. Here. You lock yourself into that spot. You're play Well, I mean, you'd be playing
1: Florida, which is not fun. But yeah, but it's not going to be fun no matter who you play. That's correct. Fun is being there. Yeah. Fun is knowing all the pressure will be on whoever you're playing. That's true. And you got a young team primarily, but you got some experience. It's a good blend. So, 248 539 David, what do the ticket texters have to say about Fringe Hockey Fest 2K240? Uh,
4: this Wings team is the best I've seen in the past few years. The depth we have with our third and fourth line is great. The Wings will win the first round.
1: Oh, oh you going all the way.
4: Oh, oh, oh my. Uh, Yes, we're dusting off the late 90s takes with the wings. They need to get bigger on
1: the blue line. Hold on. I didn't say bigger. I just said grit, or as Kenny put it, sandpaper. Sandpaper. Or as I put it, a scumbag. You need someone who is going to be a shepherd for presumably Evanson who you will call up.
4: He says, I agree with you, though, on that, but I'm happy we get to hear it again, Curtis in Detroit. Tommy from Pleasant Ridge says, good takes but, Mike, number one sign this team is going to go to the playoffs is they have Mike excited about hockey.
1: It's a good product. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's a good product. When we really look at it, it's been 15 years since you had a real ability to be excited. You know, the latter stages of this, it was a lot like MSU hoops. Who the hell's excited making the tournament or making the playoffs when you have no chance of doing anything? Well, now you get to restart the engines because time has made you miss those runs. It's made you miss the fun of it, the chase. And now it's a new group of players and it's a new list of names. And it's just this. Yeah, it's always exciting. Like if the Tigers, whatever their first pennant chases, whatever first real pennant chase they have is going to be the most joyous one because
2: it's been so long. Yeah, we just saw that with the Lions. That's exactly right. And you saw this town went crazy.
4: The big deal is I like to see Iserman make signing Kane to a two year deal beyond this one. Kane and DeBreekett are teaching this team how we can win in any way possible. Then someone wants to call you out. Kenny, Matt from Grand Blanc, says, I would like to have Kenny revisit the day that we signed Kane. He was so uninspired and unimpressed.
1: Yeah. I got excited and you served a poo poo platter. No, you You should apologize.
3: These people are half remembering what I said. They're remembering one half of what I said. I said, "There's a good shot." He turns into a guy coming off a hip operation that no one's ever recovered for. But he also he also could be one of the best players North America's ever produced. Stop it! I don't know if I I heard the. I don't know if I heard the last part. You heard what you wanted to, and you know it. I was the one going, geez, I'm kind of pumped up about this. And you know what you did? (laughs) I think I gave it a B-minus at the time because I thought there was a chance he could regress to injury.
2: I thought I heard him like, yeah. I thought that's what what? I
3: Rico, he gave a meh. (sighs) If you guys aren't listening and these people aren't listening, I'm not talking about it. Next text, David. All right. Next text.
2: Hashtag goalkeeper.
4: Next text from Sir Don says, Kenny was too critical of everything Mike said. B minus at the lowest. Others, B plus
1: or above. He gave a couple A pluses. I feel like Kenny's grading made me more confident about my takes. <laughs> Another person says,
4: I saw a wings flag on a car at church yesterday. I am excited about the wings right now.
1: David, would it be viewed as disrespectful if we put like, Jesus or the Virgin Mary holding a wings flag in church.
4: That would be... You couldn't yeah, just duct tape be, it on there? That would be too much. I, 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 Why? That would be too much.
2: What's wrong with that? So many things. I'm gonna dis- we'll talk about it in a break. It's like the spirit of <laughs> Detroit wearing the jerseys.
1: Do the How, same thing. How is it any different? It's an inanimate like object. It's not, it's Listen, thing. think about this. What?
2: Put the <laughs> wings flag
1: across the cross. Kenny, here's what I'd like to do. <laughs> Why not? K- Kenny. Kenny. What if you and I created, because David wears a lot of the God themed t shirts, Jesus loves hockey too.
2: I, would you wear the, it if well, we created you, a, you gotta be careful because you know people hated those Super Bowl commercials.
1: What if what if we created a shirt that said Jesus is my enforcer? Once again. Yeah. Put Jesus on the blue line. <laughs> and then we just swap out Probert's head for Jesus on the back.
3: <laughs> Jesus equals sandpaper. How about that?
1: I'm just going to read some more text here. You know what? No, I'll tell you what. I'll keep it timely. (laughs) We'll keep it moving. And we're going to get to the phones next. Okay?
5: Call from mom.
1: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: You missed anything, Odyssey.com, Rewind. Andrew, who is Hockey Elite Certified, joins us next. Hello, Andrew.
6: Hey, Mike. How you doing? Excellent. Been a about- yes. So, I'm going to talk about a few of the points that you made, uh, a few of your takes. You know, number one, the Patrick Kane take, I... You know, before we saw him play, before he kind of got, you know, in game shape and all that kind of stuff, I mean, I don't think anyone really knew what to expect, obviously, because of all the, you know, like the past surgeries and and not working out for other, you know, hockey players and stuff. He has that aura that few players in any sport have, even into the late 30s, that he's one of a handful of players at most. I mean, you're seeing it like Sidney Crosby this year, having having it close to like a career year. Patrick Kane, what he's doing um, and how he's able to adjust with just with his hockey IQ, what he brings to the team just adds a dimension that, you know, look at last year. The Wings could not score at all last year. And while it's, you know, like the team isn't creating a ton of chances, the amount of chances they're converting, and I would put the Wings' depth up against any team in the league. You know, last year, Vegas won because of their depth. The Wings have players with 10 or more goals more than Vegas, I think the Wings team overall, top to bottom, potentially has the most depth in the entire league. And so because of that, and because one other, other player that wasn't even mentioned when you're talking about like, you know, the guys, the fringe players, I mean, Alex Lyon is a main reason, if not the reason, you could argue, why the Wings are going to make the playoffs and have a chance to win a round. You know, like, Going into the season, he didn't even play the first month. He was behind Huso yep. and Reimer, and now he's making 750 a year for not just this year, next year too. So we've won the best bargain, legit starting goalies. If we can add another one, you know, because, I mean, we don't know if Reimer can hold up. I mean, I really think, I'm with you, that the Wings, if they go into the playoffs and they play like, like the Rangers, I, I mean, that's who they're projected to play like as of today. I, I mean, the Rangers will probably be favored, but I don't think it's going to be that, you know, in in their favor. So, so I think everything you said in terms of, you know, I mean, the only thing I'm not sure of, Mike, and I got to be honest, is that I, I'm not convinced Eisenman will do anything at, at, at the deadline. Mm. I think that there's some... The way the contracts are constructed, maybe he'll find a way to get rid of, you know, or I don't want to say it that way, but, like, he'll move one to lower defensemen. I don't think Petrie's going anywhere. I know he's had his ups and downs. Mata maybe will go somewhere. Hall has two years left. That's a hard contract to move at the deadline. So it's tough with Edmondson. You know, like, he needs to come up, too. So.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, look, Andrew, I only yeah. said it because they're, they're playing their way into him almost not having a choice. I mean, think about it. You're four points off the Leafs. This deadline bearing down. Now, again, Andrew, I've never advocated do something stupid or a grotesque over-pet. No, 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 no. But this is about this team has fulfilled their end of the bargain and have either met or exceeded Steve Iserman's best intentions when he put this thing together. They are eight points up in the wild card, and they are in striking distance of Toronto. Now, I do think it is going to be hard to justify unless market conditions dictate it was impossible to responsibly add to this team. I just don't see how it's acceptable to not. You have a clear need. Go address it. Okay. I don't care who you got to throw in a garbage can. I'm looking for a second-line defenseman, a second-pairing defenseman that's got a little bit of, as Kenny calls it, sandpaper.
3: Sandpaper. <laughs> sandpaper. I, don't th- I think they can move guys, too. I don't think that's against the law. They could move Shane Bear, whose primary, primary role is a power play defenseman. He's a specialist. That's all you have him for. If you replace that with a defensive defenseman, now we're talking about
1: something. I always love the defensive defense.
3: Yeah. The Nicholas Lidstrom type. Oh, boy. Responsible with the
5: puck.
1: Okay. Let's go to Andre, 97-1. Hello, Andre.
5: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Andre. Um, I'm really excited about you guys talking about hockey. I'm Calling from Little Windsor here. Um, being a Wings fan, I I have to say, Mike, you were spot on on all your points. Uh, I would grade you anywhere from an A minus to an A plus on all all your points. Can't can't specify how much I agree with. We need to have that fan paper man defenseman. He is crucial for us to make it into that playoff. Uh, you kind of just pointed at. Uh, moving Goss spare, maybe for a talent defenseman. That would work too, because in the playoffs, you need uh, that defenseman that you know that other team has their star guy on the ice. Your defenseman's on the ice glued to him. Just like, you know, Nicholas Lindstrom was always on Sidney Crosby or, our, you know, even a two-way center like Zetterberg used to play uh, that would always be on the ice when their star player is you need someone against austin matthews or whoever their star player is especially in the playoffs.
2: look
1: I, K- kenny you know while you you know i did bring up the whole idea of like they kind of need a dirt bag on that second pairing somebody who's physical sandpaper who are the sandpaper men available at this deadline for the crowd, so we know who we're talking I'm not sure who the
3: sandpaper guys are. I've been more paying attention to the defensive defensemen. The Chris Tanevs, the Noah Hannafin types. Those are known Calgary. non-sandpaper people. I wouldn't say they're non-sandpaper. They're just defensively responsible. But they're is... not the sandpaperiest of the sandpaper. My, my, so they're not a little chippy. My issue with the sandpaper thing is you need those guys to win playoff series. But we're trying to make the playoffs. I don't though. think you can create that word series, 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 i series, ser- i. There's that OU education. I'll tell you
1: why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Series, series, <laughs> mooses.
3: <laughs> okay, all right, Meese. carry it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all
3: right, go god. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm. I'm more focused on making the playoffs, and the sandpaper guys are important. for Here's what
1: I want series. from you. By the time we bring this back in the five o'clock, I want you to find me a defensive defenseman who's also a giant Richard. I want a defensive. Who as a sandpaper guy? <laughs> I want a, I want a defensive defenseman wrapped in sandpaper. You find me that man. I will search. High you and low find the one-armed man. I want to know who is the name that we have to rally behind as a show. Because face it, when we talk, things happen. I personally hold you responsible for DeBrincat coming to town.
3: I think the name you're looking for is Noah Hannafin. I don't know how much sandpaper he's got, but, man, that guy could help this team. Man, you signed him
1: long-term. I asked you. I need grit and defensive defenseman.
2: I need playoffs. Hey, Kenny? <laughs> All right. so Okay, so, Kenny, at what point do you think that they're in the playoffs? Or are you I one of those that they have to officially be Kenny
1: in? would need to be 12 points up with five games to go and have a little logo next to their okay. name that says they're in. No,
3: I think I'm more with Mike on this. I'm pretty much in a four-car flag situation right now. I think they're in. I just. So if they're in, don't I've, you need the sandpaper guy? I've seen what this team looks like when they get cold,
1: well, He's made the. Dec- Listen now. He's
3: Kenny talking either they're down in to or they're us. out.
1: He wants the defensive defenseman. He's not committing to the sandpaper defense.
3: So you don't believe I'll tell they're
1: you, in? I'll tell you when
3: I will believe that they're in is when Steve does something at the deadline. Then I will be 100% in
1: on this. That's where Kenny drops oh. trowel. That's yes. where it happens. Okay. Okay. We're going to speak it into existence. It's going to happen. We're going to be all right. Everybody calm down. You want to do a little football next? Anybody in the mood for some
7: football? Let's do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
4: So it is Combine Week. We will start seeing workouts on the field starting Thursday. But there is a little bit of news coming out here, and I want to know your thoughts on each guy making this decision. It is quarterbacks announcing if they're going to throw or not throw at the Combine. Uh, Set to throw in Indy will be Michael Penix Jr. So far, Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy. Smart move by all three of them to throw at the Combine.
1: Any quarterback that doesn't throw is a moron.
2: These are practice really? throws. They're throws you've made since eighth grade. There's no defense. You're indoors. Throw the damn ball. Right, but you're throwing it to guys who aren't your normal receivers. If you happen to overthrow a guy or he drops it, That's not it's not going to look, look bad on you. Look, so, all right, fine. You want to take out Caleb Williams, fine. But any other quarterback, if you ain't number one, you're no one. See, I'm throw wondering. Throw the ball. Okay, it, seriously, I'm wondering. The way the hype is with J.J., why not just sit this one out and just throw at a pro day in a comfortable environment In Ann Arbor.
4: Well, that's why I said, as of right now, things could change as we go.
2: It is shocking to see such a winner behave like a loser. Rico Beard. No, I'm just saying. Throwing a damn ball. (laughs) He's rising up. His stock is getting higher and higher. So now anything you do is going to tear you down. He's going to get out there. He's going to meditate. He's going to wink at a couple reporters. He's going to start slinging a few passes. No, because the quarterbacks, where you rarely, rarely see their throws, in the workouts, those are the ones that end up getting drafted, like second overall. JJ, throw the ball. Well,
1: so looking the at you, Zach drafted. Wilson. Let's Just make it happen. Yeah. So JJ, K- Giants, two K, two four. Oh. Well,
4: Caleb and Jaden Daniels will not throw. No decision on Drake May yet, but I found something interesting, Mike, and I wonder if this changes your mind on Drake May. Mm-hmm. He is preparing for the draft by working out with Eli Manning.
1: What's that? Breathing through his mouth. Would that be tr- blank stare training?
4: We'll see that. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that. Perhaps but. it's
1: how to never win a playoff game outside of your two Super Bowls. Same amount of touchdowns
2: to interceptions at the end of his career? Is that what we're working on? Where's respect for the man that brought your city and your team? Most, two. Most, not one. Most un- two Super Bowls. uneven, overrated career in the history of football. Hey, he's got two more Super Bowls than my team has.
4: <laughs> Rico, you talked about respect. Well, let's talk about fights. Cam Newton Newton. was involved in a fight over the weekend. The incident happened at his seven-on-seven flag football tournament. According to reports, Cam's team won the tournament. So the opposing team that lost, the adults decided to start a fight with Cam Newton. Those are adults? Yes. They look like kids.
1: Yes.
2: And they got smoked. They did. It is a true definition of F around and find out. Cam Newton's
1: life, he's (laughs) 6'5", 240, built in a lab. His entire life as a running physical quarterback was to take on contact full speed from other dudes bigger than him. You think just because he wears stupid hats – and ridiculous bow ties. Mm-hmm. That what your five eight 150 fifty pound right.
2: ass is going to do something? Right. I'm quite sure they were in the car with ice bags on their head. Wait, whose idea was it to jump he cam again? Like some of your comic book movies where he was just throwing <laughs> dudes all
1: over the place. It was six on one. It didn't he, matter. He had four dudes on him, and at no point was
4: he ever at in danger. He was just taking care of everyone. Right. It was all almost all, like all you guys
2: don't the really. Hat from the Wizard of Oz. Right. You guys really don't want this smoke. So. You need to reevaluate trying to do this. If I bought you a Cam Newton hat, would you wear it in Vegas for our March Madness shows? See, it wouldn't work, Mike, because Cam has the hair sticking out the I'll hat. buy you a fake wig.
1: I just, those hats are inexplicable. Then get one for yourself. No, I couldn't pull it. You got the luscious hair. But you could pull it off. I could pull off anything. Okay, then. Well, from
4: one black quarterback to the next, or another black quarterback, let's talk about Russell Wilson, because he doesn't seem to want to let go. He was interviewed on the I Am Athlete podcast by Brandon Marshall saying oh, great. that he wants to return to Denver. He wants to win two championships within five seasons. Mm. But then on the other end, he's saying, Yes, I would take the minimum if I go to another team. Mm. I, I, what? What is wrong with Russell
1: Wilson? Does he not understand it's over? He's living in delusion. Here, Kenny would like to have sex with Margot Robbie. Update not happening. Two Super Bowls in
2: five years? Bro, you're unemployed because you suck. How about we just lower that to a playoff win in two years? Baby steps. Stop (laughs) acting like a total
1: weirdo. Baby steps.
4: So I want to put you all in the shoes of the Bills, the Buffalo Bills GM. What would you do to make this happen? This is what your coach said. Quote, Sean McDermott not a matter of if it's just a matter of when that is the relentless pursuit this is regarding saying we're going to go to the Super Bowl well then how do you make that happen if you're the GM
1: my my ideas are very unpopular it would start with I'd fire Sean McDermott I don't believe for a defensive minded coach to routinely have a defense that is ass for a defensive-minded coach to willfully, without a gun to his head, employ Leslie Frazier. Then have Leslie Frazier disappear, and you call the defense. Whenever, Alert me when the Bills make their next big stop. It'll be their first. So it starts there for me. I don't buy Sean McDermott, and I'll tell you the other thing. You got a real problem on your hands that Gabe Davis is walking out the door, and Steph Diggs clearly will not be a part of this anymore. And your Yeehaw Cowboy quarterback's going to need
2: some help. Those would be the two things I'd look at. But I would just say you, you're you going to have to design a defense that is made to strictly stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's it. You got to come up with the best defense ever. That's, I mean, David, you got to go get a couple of dogs out there and put them out there because you know at some point you're going to have to play the Chiefs in the playoffs. You got to stop Mahomes. Now, if you can stop Mahomes, you could probably stop everybody else. That's why we go first. Firing the coach. OK, you can or you you can leave him there. McDermott, did, your defense has to be top three in the NFL. Then and only then will you win the Super Bowl.
4: So, again, I say that we are. This is the week of the NFL combine. Everyone looks at the on field workouts. But would you value the interview over the workouts?
1: I mean, yeah, if the guy admitted to being a serial killer or something, look, I think it all works together. You can't just ace the interview or just ace the physical. Look, Brad Holmes said something that was really interesting and I liked it. He talked about how in 2020 during the pandemic, they didn't have a combine and it was all about football. It was all about the tape, right? And he, and and it was
2: a simplicity to
1: it. I think sometimes we overcomplicate this. Yeah, stuff.
2: see, the interview is it's What are you gonna get? Somebody's gonna say, I'd rather you not draft me because I've never liked your team. Growing up, I actually hated your team. And I would throw darts at your logo. Like, what are you gonna? Every interview is gonna be, well, yeah, I would love to come and play for Team X, Team Y, Team Z. I don't think you get much out of it, David. That to me, it's a waste of time because they're not gonna. They're not, the the, the people interviewing you aren't going to ask you real questions and the person being interviewed is not going to give you real answers.
4: So let's close it out with this here because we just, were coming off a season where the Detroit Lions (laughs) fans traveled everywhere and they had a pretty good home field advantage during the playoffs. So in the last 10 years, what venue do you think had the best home record, best home field advantage? Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Yep. They were number one at 61 and 21 in the last 10 years at home. Philly. Philadelphia, not in the top six here. Nope.
2: Hmm.
1: I I mean, all right. New England.
4: New England is tied for fifth here, 54 and 28 with the Baltimore Ravens. I'll give you the rest here. Cincinnati? No. Buffalo was. uh, Yeah, Bills Mafia. Yeah. Pittsburgh, third, Green Bay. They still Bay. got a team in Pittsburgh? Yeah, Green Bay was number two <laughs> in the last 10 years.
1: Interesting, too, because
2: they lost twice as a one seed off a bye. Correct. Oh, and uh, real quick, and we can dabble into more of this tomorrow, but Mike, according to Adam Schefter, the Giants will be speaking to free agent-to-be Saquon Barkley, trying <laughs> to explore a deal with him, but they are unlikely to tag him for $12 million. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hate my football team.
1: All right, that is football today. Listen to every MLB game live. In
2: the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
6: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
6: Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez,
0: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major
6: League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Izzo going away as Saban. He's done. He don't want to do this no more. This isn't fun. It's not enjoyable. And frankly, i got to be honest, he's not that good at it anymore. Like, yeah, he's got more basketball knowledge in his toe than we have in our body. Noted, established. He, The standard is the standard. Losing 13, 14, 15 games a year, that ain't the standard. Brutally mismanaging your roster, not the standard. So we we covered it, and just had a conversation about it. Yesterday was one of the worst losses you'll you'll ever see from Iza, and it was on him. Don't go blaming Maddie Sizoko because he's terrible at basketball. Blame the guy who puts him in the game. Blame the guy who puts a lineup out there that's Maddie, Cooper, and Cohen Carr. Right. You don't have an offensive skill set if you combined all three in some kind of Frankenstein, no. and he did that with the game going down the stretch, and Xavier Booker sits. Right. So we covered that, too. Also gave you a little tidbit on baseball free agency, which is this. See, not not that you're sad that Bellinger isn't a Tiger. How could he be a Tiger they never called? It's what the market bared. It is the fact that he only got three at 80. Not the 150 Boris wanted. I wonder if and when we see J.D. Martinez sign. And it's, let's say, 1 at 15. Now, that will bother me. Because I think J.D. Martinez could put you in a strong position to win the division. Putting him in the middle of this order with Torkelson. Taking some pressure off of Kerry Carpenter. I don't need you to be this awesome freak show. I need you to just develop, even though you're going to be 26. I wonder if it affects how you view Scott Harris, because I'll tell you what I think we got going on. Just my opinion. Smartest guy in the room syndrome. I'm smarter than you. I'll mine for gems. I'll sign a bunch of garbage. I'll turn it into some weird Frankenstein thing, and we're going to win games. Can it work? Sh- sure. That doesn't mean I'm ignoring adding legitimate proven commodities to that Frankenstein And by the way, for all the people who go, well, now listen, you know, Scott Harris knows more than you, 29th rated offense last year. And you know what you added to that offense? Mark Canna, Mm. who's barely above a league average OPS. Pardon me if I wanted to take some of the millions of dollars that came off the payroll and add a bat to help my younger players develop. Pardon me. I should
2: apologize especially for a division that's ripe for the taking where there is no team that's just head and shoulders better than everybody else. I thought that they were going to do a lot more at the winter meetings. There's still people out there that they can go after. I don't think that they are. I think they believe in their young guys. I think they believe in the talent and they don't want to block that young talent. They they want to try to let it blossom and they're going to ride or die with the kids and,
1: I want the young people to play. Signing JD doesn't block anybody. No. I, I, I'm I, sorry. Well,
2: it slows down the growth of Carpenter.
1: Oh, okay. 2485399797. So, all of that on yeah. Odyssey.com rewind. David, what do you. Oh, and we'll get to Brad Holmes here shortly. David, what do you have?
4: All that was missing from the hockey blitz was Gary Thorne, Bill Clement, and the mullet of Barry Rose. Love it, Paul in Nashville. Here's what I want. Mm -hmm.
1: Two things we could add. If we're going to create a hockey, like a car flag blitz, you got to go on YouTube. And there is an ESPN National Hockey Night intro uninterrupted. And I'm pretty sure it's for Rangers and Nordiques at the Colisee de Quebec. You can pull Gary Thorne's talk-up, which is electric. The other one I personally would need would be 1993 second round of the playoffs, Islanders at Penguins on Easter Sunday, and David Volick's OT winner to send the Penguins home as the defending Stanley Cup champions, where Gary Thorne jumped out of my TV like Freddy Krueger. (laughs) Now, if you can get me those two pieces of audio... You do whatever you want with the Open. I'm in. <laughs> and maybe a Hartford Whalers gold horn. Maybe a little Brass Bonanza. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. It would be a Roberto project. Well, Dave is doing a deep dive. No, no, no. He, he, there's no. Well, that's the mall. That's the old Hartford, Hartford. Mall. Yeah. I've been there. I was about to say, I've, I've been there. We've toured the facility. Yes. Uh, yeah, but listen. If we do it, it's got to be retro hockey effects. It can't be this nonsense, you know, video game stuff. <laughs> uh, that should be in the open too. Yes, that, a hundred percent. Do we have? Hold on. Do we have Kenny Cal's call of uh, Kane's goal? The people should hear that one. Ken's call is great. Did you have you heard this? No. Oh, this is really ambush. good. All right. If you don't, ha- I don't want to ambush you. Do you have it? David has it, and he also says Jesus rules. All right, let's do it. Connor Bedard out the center ice now. and over the Red Wing line. Drops it back to Jones, out in front, moves
0: in. Shoots, save, made, rebound, chance, Two, and now the Wings have a break. Here is Patrick Kane. Oh, what drama. Brings it in on a breakaway. Shoots, oh. he scores. Oh. oh, what a win for the Red Wings. <laughs> On a night they celebrate Kane who scores the game-winning goal in overtime and the Red Wings marvel at center of the final score in Chicago the Red Wings 3 and the Blackhawks 2.
3: So tonight I want oral Roberts. Roberts. Even the uh, Ken and Mick call was fantastic.
1: I know. That was such a good call. I know. Listen, you have to pick one. I'll go slight edge Kenny Cow. Ken. Slight edge. It's like the difference between an A+ plus and an A. You're both doing just fine. That, and again, that was storybook. It really was. That's a storybook as it gets. It almost feels like an NFL script. <laughs> uh, David, take a text.
4: This is Dan from Port Huron. He says the Tigers have no interest in being a winning franchise. They would rather install new showers and TVs and buy a new airplane.
1: I mean, listen. I am not going to shout those people down because when you have a payroll outside the top 20, when you're $55 million below league average, and when it's clear you got the 28th or 29th ranked offense and you're relying solely almost exclusively on kids, and you already have what I deem two holes in the lineup minimum, golly gee, it would seem like a good idea to take some of that cash, maybe not hand it to Jack Flaherty, who hasn't been good in five years, and get a back. Yeah, it would seem. No one's asking for Otani here, right? I I didn't go on the air and say, let's deal seven players and 30 franchise pizza joints for
2: Juan Soto. I didn't do that because those things are unrealistic or stupid. I think that was the only player you've ever said, don't even pick up the phone. Yeah. Because I'm like, come on, what does it hurt? No, no. We don't have tax deferment plans. It
1: couldn't hurt. But my point is the things we're asking for are bottom shelf. Look, the same conversations are going on in Cleveland right now. If if Cleveland fans are even awake, that's a cheap organization. Right. Cleveland is no excuse with a morbid offense and a largely non productive outfield to not go shopping and bring in or offer a Cody Bellinger. See, my point is while everyone else is sitting around playing with their schwantz. You should be the one capitalizing and winning this division. Oh, you guys don't want to play? Mm-hmm. You want to be cheap scumbags? Watch this. Like, what's the point of owning the team if you don't want to win? But see, there's no pressure on Scott Harris. And frankly, I this is my belief. I hope he proves me wrong. I'm getting strong, smartest guy in the room vibes. And I don't like that. I don't think that's a road to be successful. I don't. Ooh, I don't need the fancy stuff. I'm gonna dig up the dead body and broken pelvis of Gio Urshela. Yeah, I, I didn't
2: pores. I didn't think that was it. I thought he made just a major blunder on the trade deadline with uh, Errol. How about I, some
1: Canna for your ass?
2: I thought that he was gonna really go into the offseason and free agents and really show. Okay, this is my team. This is what we're gonna do. And yeah, it's been been very very underwhelming. I have higher expectations. Peep these Flaherty highlights from
1: 2019. I just, come on, man. I don't think I'm wrong or a bad person for going, pick up the phone and call J.D. See if you could wrestle him from Texas and put him in the middle of your order. You think it's going to be a treat to to face a middle of the order that features Torque and him back-to-back? Mix in Riley Green for a little balance. Mix in Carpenter for some balance a couple days a week. Mm -hmm. What's the problem?
2: Nothing. No, oh, you're going to enjoy Matt Veerling.
1: Okay, I, I got nothing. It
2: does reek of a uh, smartest guy in the room that you'll see. The young guys are going to show out, and they're gonna, this and is going to be a and, fun. And again, I'll say it
1: one more time for the people in the back. My plan doesn't displace anyone. This isn't a move where Riley Green wouldn't be playing. I didn't go out and say sign a first baseman, and you'd have a torque problem. You you are not allowed to put Carrie Carpenter in the same class as Jackson Holliday. I just beg you to stop. I like him. He was one of our favorite players on the show. I want him here. I'll find him at bats.
4: What do you mean he's the next it thing, Mike? Come on, I, I, man. I, I, I know.
1: I know. So Superstar. was So was Chris Shelton. Just calm down. Mm. 248539 N- That a baby, huh? <laughs> 2485399797. Now question you want to get into the, you want to do Brad Holmes at five o'clock? How do you guys want to play this? Talk to me. Because I'm happy we can go into a little bit of the court storming and the nonsense, or we can go Brad Holmes right now. I'm down. Bring back the wings at five o'clock. Happy to do it. Rico, you know what? Let's do, let's, uh, he's given some Aretha vibes today. He wants the spotlight today. He's getting it. You sit there,
0: <laughs> get ready. Big takes only.